This is the Breakout Media Network. <laughs> Fucker. Alright. We have to provide food and shelter for the homeless and oppose racial discrimination and promote civil rights while also promoting equal rights for women. We have to encourage a return to traditional moral values. Most importantly, we have to promote general social concern and less materialism in young people. You know what? Fuck them. Jump on us! Hurt us! Come on! Uh, this just in, Dave and Dustin. I'm a princess. <laughs> what a dork. <laughs> hey, hey, well, hey. look at you. A pod fade. Get her done. Breakroom.org. Welcome to the Breakroom with Mark. Dave and Dustin. Cue the theme Sweet Clean Beautiful Dustin. Hey everybody, July 13th. <laughs> uh, hey everybody. Already popped 2006. Out. Yeah. Marcus was waiting for me to do the intro. <laughs> I was just staring I at it. I couldn't do it. Doing the finger dance from Flying I couldn't do my together. fake Marcus that quick. You were pod fading. Yeah. Uh, so this is the long awaited week when we finally have an interview with a very special someone. A pod fading. A very special. Very special. A very special guest. Why don't you say I take the lead in this interview, guys? I'll go ahead and answer and ask all the questions. Okay, why don't you do that? You want to yeah. do that? Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so listen closely for Sweet Clean over here. I'll be asking most of the questions. And by the way, just intros real quick, because I know we have a bunch of new listeners this week. Vildervamaravarama. Uh, my name is Mark, and we got uh, old Chopper Dave over there. And say hi, Chopper Dave. Chopper Dave! Hi. I'm beautiful, <laughs> Sweet Clean Dustin running the board. That's right. It's true. Sweet, clean, beautiful, Dustin. All right, so let's uh, get right into the show, because I think we're probably confusing people, new listeners right now. But it's a good point. All right, here it's it is. Oh, uh, yeah. Gasoline. I guess we talked to Angela, what, uh, about a week ago? Two weeks yeah. ago? Yeah. Anyways. For the episode starting. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we should say that real quick. Uh, the NBC's webisodes are starting today. They were probably launched today. I haven't had a chance to look yet, but go out and I'm sure Go we talked about NBC. it in the We probably did. I'm sure. Go to NBC.com, look for the webisodes, enjoy, laugh. I think I asked about that. Huzzah. one 800 Dennis. this is Angela. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. We've got a special treat this week. We're joined by one 800 Dennis, Angela Kenzie. Oh my gosh, where did you guys get that? Uh, we actually, Dave pulled that today. Um, Off from of uh, another we- another uh, radio show you were on. Interview I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, that, yeah that was my life for two fabulous years. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you know, I, when, I, when I'd heard that or read that originally, some interview you did, I think I actually remember that commercial. And so I've, I've kept searching on YouTube, but I haven't been able to find one. I'm surprised somebody hasn't posted it yet. Oh my god! Well, I wasn't in the commercial. Oh, that's right. You just worked for it. I know, dude. Yes, I know. If I was in the commercial, I'd be like, "Hey, check out my commercial." Oh, okay. Well. No, I was just a slacker in a cubicle uh, talking to people about their teeth in this great country. All right. Well, I guess people know you more from, uh, surprisingly enough, NBC's The Office. Hopefully, um, they know me more for that than one eight hundred dentists. That'd be nice. And uh, you spent <laughs> some time on the the late show or the late night with Conan O'Brien as well. Uh, I did. I interned over there. Did you actually do any skits on that show? I didn't. I was just an intern, you know, like right out of college, um, doing a postgraduate internship, and I was Max Weinberg's uh, intern. So I was running lots of errands for oh, Max. That's getting crazy. Getting drum sticks, music. I would, um, a lot of times, I, the bands would show up, and I'd put them in their dressing room, get them a snack if they needed it. So I got to meet a lot of um, kind of fun, cool bands. That's cool. Is, uh, uh, what, was, what's Max what's like? Do what? what? What is Max like? He seems like... I don't know. He, he seems very just different, I guess. Um, he's a nice guy, but he's very particular. I, oh, really? I mean, I think that he would be okay with me saying that. Um, he's, he likes everything a certain way, for sure. Yeah. Um, um, I'm sorry. Does that, did y'all hear that? My, I have a phone like call coming in. 
Oh, well, it's it's coming. It's clipping in and out. We thought it was us, actually. So I'm sorry. It's all right. I won't click over. <laughs> That's fine. We just won't mention it. We'll just, okay. We'll just forget that. Okay. Um, so this this summer, you guys have um, webisodes premiering on NBC.com uh, that you and, is it Brian Baumgartner and Oscar uh, Oscar filmed? Oscar yes. Right. Um, can you tell us a little bit about these and uh, like how long they'll be and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, you guys, I'm really proud of these. I'm excited for everyone to see them. Um, the supporting cast really gets to play, and it, it was a lot of fun for us to do. Uh, we shot them over two days, and there's ten of them. Uh, I think they're going to be like around two minutes a piece, so they're like these little mini episodes, and um, they're on NBC.com starting July 13th, and basically some money goes missing. So we sort of start in the accounting department with, you know, Jan from corporate telling us we've got to, you know, find this money, and we go through the departments, and my character pretty much alienates and insults everyone. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I, sorry. I saw on the uh, the preview of it where you accuse Oscar of uh, buying an expensive an expensive watch. Yeah, yeah, I do. And um, it's really you sort of understand why she's so attracted to Dwight because she approaches this missing money the way he approached the joint in the parking lot, <laughs> which was just I'm just in everyone's face and I take it way too serious. And um, but it was so much fun just getting to play for two days straight with Brian and Oscar, and, and um, we had we had a blast. Well, speaking of Brian and Oscar, this is a question, something I've wondered since the first season. Um, your character's name is obviously Angela. Oscar is Oscar. Um, but Phyllis Brian, is Phyllis. Phyllis is Phyllis. Creed is Creed. <laughs> right, but, but Brian is Kevin, or is it Kevin is, wait a minute, yeah, it's Brian is yeah. Kevin. Yeah. So why do some characters have their own names, and was it just because they came up with that when you were cast? Uh, how yeah, did that work? well, basically, uh, my character, Oscar's character, um, Phyllis's character, we, we were new characters from the British version. We weren't, we weren't really established um, in the BBC version, mm-hmm. and so they didn't, uh, this is, I think this is right, they didn't have names for us, and then when we auditioned and we got the roles, they just sort of thought our names were perfect for the part, and they just sort of kept our names um, in the pilot episode, and then it just, you know, it just sort of stuck from there, but I have to tell you guys, our, our first week back at work, Oscar cannot wrap his head around it. He he will say, Brian, take after take. He just can't get it. And we're like, like Oscar. And we'll be in the take, and he'll call Brian, Brian, and the director won't yell cut. Like, we keep rolling to see yeah. if he'll get it. And, like, you'll just see Brian look at him as Kevin, and, and he'll say, so, Brian. And, and, like, both Brian and I will be like, Kevin. <laughs> And he just it just cracks us up. Yeah, I have to say, Brian probably has some of the best facial reactions I've ever oh. seen on camera. He's just so deadpan, I guess. Uh, oh, it's so hard for me sometimes to look at him with contempt because he's just got that face. What? And I'm just like, it's so hard for me not to laugh. Well, what are the like the most takes you ever had to, to, to do in one scene because of something oh. like that? Well, I can tell you in the webisodes, there's one in particular where me and it's Angela, Kevin, and Oscar, and they go into Michael's office. I don't want to mm-hmm. give anything away, but they're sort of snooping, okay? Mm-hmm. And Oscar had this one line. He had to say the word Seiko, like a Seiko watch. He Forget it. He couldn't get it. I think we, I don't know, I think we did like 18 things. <laughs> <laughs> he kept going like, Seiko, Seiko. Oh, we're like, Oscar, what's <laughs> happening to you? It's like computer shutdown. He was like... He just like started cursing and like pounding his head against the wall. He's like, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on. And then finally he started to be able to say it right. But Brian and I were anticipating him being like, Taco. And um, that's it. We're just like on the floor. So what do you think that's, is that one of your favorite off camera moments or is there another one that you enjoy more? Oh, I, you guys, I literally, I'll have like, I'll be like, okay, that's my favorite moment of all time. That's it. That's my favorite moment. And then the next day I'll have three more favorite ones. Um, <laughs> One of my favorite ones is I was in a scene with um, Steve and uh, Rain, and it's um, Michael's birthday, and we go in, and he ordered these sandwiches, Mm -hmm. and they're like bologna and ketchup. They're disgusting, right? And um, he's like, look, sandwiches, bologna and ketchup. And I'm like, "Um, I'm a vegetarian. He's like, so? And I'm like, he's like, these are good. And I'm like, no. And he just gets more and more frustrated with my character. As he walked past me, he told me to... um, I think he said suck on it or something or just, just, oh, fine, Angela, just suck on it. Or and or he'd walk by and say, just shut it. But he would say all these little one-liners after he got off camera. And then the camera's just focused on my face and I'd have to deal with it. Right. And um, 
every time Steve would like change it up and I just was like on the floor and they were all like, okay, Angela, you got it. You get it. And then Steve just started messing with me. He knew that, you know, when you're so tickled, you just get giddy, Like you can't, you're weak. Yeah. Like, and I, he just knew he had me. So sometimes he would just walk past me and be like, and just like make a weird <laughs> non like verbal grunt. And I was just like, I was laughing so hard. And then they had to stop because it looked like I'd been crying. <laughs> Well, speaking of Steve, real quick, why this is something else I wondered. Why between season one and two did they change his hair so drastically? He went from the slick back uh, <laughs> piece to just the regular Steve Carell hair. That's a pretty funny question. I've never gotten that question. <laughs> um, you know what? I have no idea. I mean, he was kind of slick, really, season one. You're yeah. right. I hadn't thought about it. Um, I, I'm not really sure. I don't know if that was a, a Steve hairdresser private conversation, but yeah, they they made him look a little bit more normal. Yeah. Um, I'll get to the bottom of it, you guys. I'll find <laughs> yes, out, do. and I'll post a blog about Steve's hair season two. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, recently. I went back and watched season one on DVD, and after having watched season two, it was just so shocking. I had completely forgotten about the transition. So, yeah. Um, well, Steve also sort of went through a whole body makeover. He really got in great shape for a forty-year-old virgin, mm -hmm. and um, maybe it was just like an overall, you know, tune-up. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, speaking of season two. Uh, you know, I think everybody loved the finale, of course, especially the last scene. Um, do you, I know you guys don't start filming for a few more weeks, but, well, I guess as of this interview, it will actually be maybe a couple of weeks. Right. But what, do you know anything yet about season three, uh, about where they expect to take uh, your relationship with Dwight? Or um, Do they give you any clues beforehand which direction they're taking the season? Um, I don't. I've heard a few rumors. Um, our writers, it's like the vault. I don't know. I mean, I'm like, I'm trying to be cute and get information. Like, so what are you guys doing today? You know, <laughs> hi, stop by. And they're, they're the vault. They're really not letting too many secrets out, um, which is, which is great, but, um, it's making me crazy. Like I want to, I want to nugget something. Um, I've heard a few things, um, that haven't been confirmed, but, um, I think that what, uh, there's going to be some surprises. That's all I'm going to say. And, surprises across the board all the relationships in the office are going to get tweaked is that is that enough of a nugget uh yeah i mean probably not i know i know everyone wants more details but they're sort of being um you know pretty tight-lipped about it well was it just me maybe maybe i was just reading into things but in the last episode was jan really hitting on john's character jim no it, it seemed... no i think it was more just sort of like um Jan was just sort of hit hit the wall in her sort okay. of pathetic, desperate life. It just it just seemed like she was kind of hitting on Jim, and I was like, oh, I wonder if they're going to go down this road instead of taking the Pam route. Oh no, I, I that would be news to me. I sort of saw it as, um, you know, he's she sort of confided into him, right. and you know, at a desperate moment, sort of sad, pathetic moment, as she's smoking her cigarette <laughs> in the parking lot, wondering how she got there with her overnight bag to see Michael, um, and I think. Um, what was revealed, though, is that Jim did apply for a job in mm -hmm. the corporate office. Yeah, oh, was, no. I'm sorry, the other branch. Uh, yeah, he went to interview at the New York office, I think is what it was, and then he yeah. got the job, right? Yeah. Um, so, um, so I think you, you know, they sort of left the door open for, um, for that job opportunity for Jim. Well, uh, now you guys, I know, recently did commentaries for the Season 2 DVD. Um, uh -huh. What else... You guys had quite a few commentaries on the first season, which I was really surprised by, pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Um, what else? Do you know anything else that will be on the DVD? I do, actually. Um, there is going to be a ton of extra footage. Um, there's going to be deleted scenes. You know, every episode we shoot could be like an hour. We have so many deleted scenes. We have written scenes that were deleted. We have scenes where we improvise a little bit. Um, so there's going to be a lot of deleted scenes, which will be fun. I think you'll get to see um, a lot of of the cast that have talking heads and things like that that you never got to see. Uh, I know Phyllis finally got a talking head in this season, but she's she's had several. They just haven't made it in, you know, right. for whatever editing reason-wise or whatever storyline she was part of. Um, so deleted scenes, there's going to be uh, outtakes, which is just basically take after take of us breaking, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm excited to see. Yeah. And... Um, also, I, I believe the webisodes are going to be on the DVD. I'm not sure if that's confirmed, but I had heard that they might be an extra feature. Yeah, I heard that too. And um, almost, I think every episode will have a commentary. Well, that's, that's great. There's a lot of shows out there that just don't do that. They may have two or three. Um, right. Unfortunately, Scrubs, um, their DVDs, the, the farther they get down the seasons, the fewer and fewer commentaries they have. 
So I, I hope you guys keep that up. Um, yeah, we all came out this year. For the season one, it was basically the the, the five leads, you know. Right. But for um, this DVD, they got us all out, which is really nice. I think almost everyone will be in a commentary once. Um, if if you were in town, you were invited, was the way it was. That's, that's and awesome. um, also, one other thing that's on the DVD are um, all the PSAs, which I know people love, <laughs> and the uh, the promos we shot for the Olympics. Right. Well, that's, that's, that's awesome. Um, so, recently, we were looking on IMDb, and I saw that you did a movie called Tripping Forward, where yeah. uh, it said it doesn't have it hasn't had a status update in a while, but it says that you basically paid a character that was selling cocaine to models. Um, <laughs> wait, is that wait, right? I am no, my character. It's about these this sort of doubt and out actor who starts, I guess, selling cocaine to to models and right. stuff. I play the actor's agent. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> yeah. Yes, and I'm very sympathetic, nice person who goes and bails him out of jail, and uh, and that's that's sort of the synopsis. So no, no coke selling for you. Not not in this one. Maybe in the next one, guys. <laughs> Did, Fingers crossed. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Uh, when is that movie supposed to come out? Do you know? I don't know. I heard that. Um, I just got word that they're we're having a premiere for it in July, towards the end of July. Mm-hmm. So I'll actually get to see it because I've I've never seen it, and um, I. The producer who worked on that film also I worked with on Career Suicide, which was a short film I had done. Mm-hmm. So he, he called me in. It was great to see all those guys again. A lot of them are from Texas as well that were uh, on the crew. So we have the whole Texas bond. <laughs> now, I saw a picture of you with uh, Donald up on uh, your MySpace. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that made, that what's like the biggest star that you've ever met so far? Oh my gosh! You know the Golden Globes. I, I pretty much had system shut down. I was like, like everywhere. I was uh, David Dimon, who plays Roy. We were at the big after party, and you know we had to go pee, and so it's it was kind of far. It was a hike from where everyone was at at the party. So we walked together down this corridor, and the the actual Golden Globes had just let out, and we were walking down this hallway, and it was like Ron Howard, Mel Brooks, uh, Russell Crowe, Renee Zellweger. Uh, Kira Knightley and and like David and I just started giggling like as we walked down the hall we we're like <laughs> like <laughs> we're total spouses. So was that your first? This was mind blowing how many celebrities you were walking past so in this that, narrow hallway. Was that officially like a freak out moment? Yeah, it was kind of freak out. I mean, I, I giggled for five minutes straight. I guess that would qualify. Has anybody ever freaked out on you when they've seen you maybe at a grocery store? I don't I don't know if you do your own grocery shopping anymore, but. Oh my gosh, you guys! I do my own grocery shopping. Come on, I do it all. <laughs> well, you never know. I mean, at some yeah. point you might get too recognizable, and people might start freaking out on you. Have you had that yet? Where somebody just like I, I get recognized probably uh, almost every day mm-hmm. um, now, which is really weird because nothing about I, nothing about me has changed. You know, like I went to Target with my hair in a ponytail and sweats and no makeup. You know, like my life is really very much the same. It's just things around me are changing. Yeah. And um, one freak out moment, I was at IKEA with my cousins, and because uh, they were having a big summer sale, and uh, we were in line to um, check out, and the girl ringing me up, um, she hadn't looked up once. I just put my stuff on the little conveyor belt thing, and she was ringing me up. She punched in all the like prices, and then she looked up and she said, "Okay, that's going to be thirty. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> and was like, "You're in the office," and I was like, "Yes, I am." And and so, but she she actually like yelled and um, was really nice and friendly though. But it, it was pretty funny. So, uh, what else have you been doing since you guys have been on hiatus uh, for the summer? Have you? I know you took a vacation recently. Uh, have you done any more movies, or what do you do with I, your spare time when you're not filming? Well, um, I um, my husband and I took a couple trips, which was really nice. And I've had, I think, almost every single one of my sister's kids out to visit, <laughs> and that's been a whole experience in itself. Because I, I apparently I am not cool. Because um, when you're 16, like I don't think anyone's cool yeah. unless you're 16. Um, so that's been a lot of fun. I took um, my niece and nephews all over town, Dodgers games, Venice Beach, just everywhere I could take them. And then um, I worked on um, uh, John Krasinski is the lead in a movie called License to Wed, and it's him and Robin Williams, um, Mandy Moore, and um, the director, Ken Quapis, also directs some of the Office episodes, and he brought a lot of us in. Uh, Mindy's going to have a role, Brian Baumgartner has a role, and, um, and I got a role, and it was 
so much fun and really weird too to be in hair and makeup next to John <laughs> and John's getting to look cute like I mean John looks cute anyway but you know they all sort of we all look a little dreary on the show <laughs> um, to put it nicely yeah. and to see him like like getting cute hair and cute clothes I was like oh my god John looks so cute why is Jim looking cute and then I was like because we're not at Dunder Mifflin um, and it that was a blast and a good friend of mine Rachel Harris um, she was on Fat Actress. She's been in a ton of movies. Her and I are actually working on um, writing a script together. So uh, that's been a lot of fun. That's cool. Uh, yeah. What's, you guys, uh, what's that script about? Oh, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait because we're at the very beginning stage. But as soon as I have it all copyrighted and everything, <laughs> uh, I'll call you guys in Frisco. And you awesome. can put the word out for me. But um, it's, it's a comedy. And uh we met years ago at the Groundlings, and we just have a lot of fun together. So I'm, I'm excited about it, and we're going to pitch it and see where it goes. And um, the other thing I've been doing is uh, voiceover stuff, um, and that's just I love doing voiceover stuff. Have you? Are, do you have any plans? Or I know you haven't done a King of the Hill episode since 1998, but have you ever been asked back? Um, yes, you- I actually have been part of their Walla group, which is um, sort of all the background voices, mm-hmm. and. Um, I do this woman who's like, uh, as part of that background voice group, I do their dispatch lady a lot of times mm. at the police station, yeah. which is, you know, basically consists of me saying, all units, we have a four nine, all units, please report, you know, <laughs> so I, I go in and uh, I love uh, doing all those different voices for King of the Hill and I'm hoping the next time we have a hiatus, they were on, they were on hiatus the same time we were, mm. so I'm hoping the next hiatus I have, I'll get to go in and do some more of that. Um, well, one of the other things you did, I don't know how recently this was filmed, but last week I saw you on Celebrity Poker Showdown with Jenna Fisher. Um, yeah. First of all, where can I get a matching hoodie for you and Jenna? <laughs> well, I know you can't wait to wear one, Mark, no, because I can't. my husband was really thrilled. My husband was like, you're kidding me. <laughs> you're such a cheese ball. Um, but uh, I got those at the old American Apparel. And I uh, just bought the hoodies and had them made, so not a big deal, but it was just fun. I mean, we were going, I was going to support her, and I thought it would be fun for us. I do love, though, of the whole time I was in the audience cheering her on, they cut to me when I'm doing a raise the roof sign. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? I've gotten so much flack about that. My husband was like, seriously, raising the roof? What's next? Cabbage patch? You got, moonwalk? You got to show your support. <laughs> yeah, I got to show. Like, is it is it no surprise to anyone that I graduated from high school in 1989? <laughs> raise the roof. What's up? Well, does, uh, does anything happen during that show, during the filming of, of the poker showdown, that they really don't show on TV? Um, does it actually go two hours or does it actually go? I mean, yeah, so yeah, it does. Um, that's pretty much right on. It's pretty much exactly as it happened. The one thing, though, that's kind of interesting is um, it's at a casino and there is an audience. And one thing you don't see is that I guess one way they sort of entice the audience to come and sit through the whole thing is it's basically all the beer you can drink <laughs> for free. <laughs> So people can actually get really, like, there was this table getting pretty rowdy. They're like, go on do it! You know, and Jenna's like, okay, thanks, guys. <laughs> That's awesome. Jenna said she was just waiting at any moment for the crowd to turn on her <laughs> because they had been having they've been having a good time with the long necks. Uh, do you know, there was, when Rocco Despirito was asked, uh, after he was done and he was walking out, it looked like some guy in a rather large man handed him something on a sheet of paper, and I thought maybe it was a phone number. Do you know what? Do you know what he was handed? Did he? Have, did he mention oh, that? Oh God, I don't. <laughs> it I was. It was a quick that. shot. It was. It was very odd. And actually, I think Dave Foley mentioned it. Did that guy just hand him a phone number? Um, so I didn't know if maybe he had talked about it afterwards or. No, no, I don't know. I don't know what he got. He got some digits. I don't know. <laughs> so it was very odd. It looked like he palmed him something because he said, "What is this?" And he just kept walking. But um, yeah, maybe someone wanted. You know. And someone had a few beers and wanted to bond. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, what charity did Jenna play for? I I don't remember. She played for her her husband's um, has a family member. Um, I forget what how the relation breaks down, but um, I don't know if it's an aunt or a cousin that is a uh, a nun. And she was playing for Catholic charities in Mississippi that um, you know they they provide a lot of um, supplies to the Hurricane Katrina victims. And so, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm probably getting the name wrong, but it was some type of Catholic charity. So did they end up, uh, they end up getting $5,000 if they don't win the tournament, right? The chair, each, yes. each charity does. Regar- just for showing up. Yeah, there was, 
a rumor that I might have to play because someone was possibly going to drop out, and I was I was panicking because I was like, Jenna, I will I will go on the show and make a complete ass of myself <laughs> because I I've played poker twice and I right. thought I had the greatest hand and I had a pair of threes <laughs> and I was like all in and you know I got beat right away so I was like no I can't I cannot play. Well, uh, do you have any other? Uh, projects upcoming besides you mentioned license to wed already um anything else upcoming you want to mention any anything you want to plug i just love to plug the webisodes i just um i'm just really excited about them and i hope you guys check them out and um i just think they're a lot of fun i think it's fun to see uh sort of the the b team if you will Mm -hmm. um getting to play around a little uh so check them out um okay What's, what's the date that that starts again July 13th. July 13th. Yeah, I think we'll probably release this on the same day that uh, the webisodes actually come out, probably that Thursday. So. Okay, cool. Um, want to get one last thing from you, and uh, I guess in radio they actually call us a liner, but uh, if you could just introduce yourself you know, and say, hey, this is Angela from The Office, et cetera, and you're listening okay. to The Break Room. So okay. whenever, whenever you're ready. We're... Sure, here we go. All right. Hi, this is Angela Kinsey from NBC's The Office, and you're listening to The Break Room. Now, one more question. Can you do that in Indonesian? <laughs> um, yes. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of the word. I'm, like, missing a verb. I'll, I'll wing it. Ready? Here All we right. go. Apa kabar? Namanya saya Angela Kinsey, dari NBC The Office, dan anda berjata dengan The Break Room. All right. awesome. Thank you. Yeah, that's, you're very quick on your feet. <laughs> I know. Jenna, Jenna always wants me to speak Indonesian. She's always like, Wait, say something. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. Angela, I really appreciate you working with us uh, over MySpace and uh, being very patient with us and the scheduling and all that. And, uh, you know, I know you guys start filming soon, and we hope you have a really great season three. Well, and thanks so much, you guys. I appreciate your support, you know, and I'm, I'm happy to. Uh, I love the MySpace fans. I, Jenna and I always say we really want to take out an extra effort of our time to um, always let you know we appreciate you guys. So, so thanks a lot. I, I really, really enjoyed talking to y'all and keep it real in Frisco. I miss Texas. I didn't get to go home for the summer. So, um, you know, it's, it's nice talking to a little piece of home. Well, there's nothing like missing this heat. So <laughs> I think it's about 102 right now. So nice. Uh, <laughs> all right, Angela. Well, uh, well, hopefully we'll talk to you in the future. Um, maybe you can come back. I know we talked about doing, I'd sent you an email about voicemail questions and that was all came rather quick on my end um, yeah sorry about that no it's it, it's my fault I should have thought of it earlier but um, maybe you can come back in the future maybe towards the season premiere and we can do like all voicemail questions from all your fans so that would be great that'd be great I'll see too if I can um, talk Brian into doing it with me or something oh that would be awesome yeah yeah I know yeah. we talked about that before so yeah that would be great yeah. alright all right, you guys have a great day and um, thanks again thank, thank you. you Angela good luck on the script bye, bye. high five Huh? So that was in- An- Angela? <laughs> that was Angela McKenzie of The Office. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was really awesome of her to talk to us. Yeah, well, she was really, really nice. I mean, and that, w- that was hardly the... I haven't talked to her in person, but talking to her via email for quite a few weeks, uh, she was more than cooperative. God, I'm a dork. And by the way, I have to say, Dustin, best question ever. Yeah. That was awesome. I figured you'd like that. I think we should reuse that in future interviews. You should. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, we, good point. For those of you who are new to the show, we uh, we take one band, any band, every week, and we play two songs for them, uh, from for them, from them, Either for way. them, and from them. Either way. Either way. Sometimes they play them for us. Uh, but the band this week is a favorite of mine called Jupiter Sunrise. Uh, some of you may have heard them if you are uh, if you bought the uh, MySpace CD, they were on there. I think uh, Arthur Nix was on there. Uh, if you haven't heard of, of them, you can find them at JupiterSunrise.com. Or myspace.com slash Jupiter Sunrise. Dub, 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 uh, this is off their CD, Under a Killer Blue Sky. And you can mm-hmm. wait. Well, yeah, that's all I need to really say. So <laughs> stick with us after the break as we've got a little news coming up. And what's the news? Do we know? <laughs> no idea. All right. Sweet, clean, beautiful oh, yeah. Is we gonna be taken care of it. I know we got a little bit of Office news, uh, Office movie, and a possible crossover <laughs> between both and Office series. A man trades a paperclip for a house. High five. And something about MySpace. All right, this is K by <laughs> Jupiter Sunrise. All right. Stick around, everybody. High five. High five. Out. High go. Five. Out. Go. K, are you even real? 
Do you think that maybe we could be lovers once in a while? Say something I can feel. I am never here, and it's impossible to heal. Go ahead and understand me. Have you ever been pelted in a sandstorm? That's a good. That's a good uh, surveying. Whiny baby bitch. It's hard. He's sweet. He's clean. He's Dustin. Nobody's gonna listen to this shit. Just shut up. It's time for another installment of our news that everybody can't do without. Normally, I know. Again, we've got a bunch of new listeners. Normally, Chopper Dave uh, does an edition of The Hanger, but I think he crashed The Hanger last week. <laughs> kind of blew up towards the end. The Hanger pod faded out. Yeah, so but this it'll, week... But it'll be reignited next week. This week, we're letting Chopper run the board and uh, letting Sweet Clean over here take us into the shower or... I'm coming back home. The bath or I don't know what you want to call it. Next week, maybe we'll get a, another edition of The Oily Chopper. Whatever's clean. But Dustin's going to get us cleaned up this week, so Dustin, take it away. 
Okay, uh, I guess in relation to our first segment about The Office, uh, there's been some Office news that came out. Uh, apparently, I guess next season, uh, a couple of the people from the UK version of The Office, uh, which haven't been announced yet who it's going to be, right. uh, are going to guest star on the US version. So, uh, anybody but... Uh, Ricky Gervais? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I figured. He's... I know they said they're saving him for later, so, right? So he may. Plus, up. I believe he's writing an episode for season three, because um, I don't think it was in season two that he did one. Oh, okay. So I think he's writing one for season three. Yeah, that's and, what that's what I heard. Yeah. So and then he's he's got his series, the extras, and he's turning uh, his book uh, Fly Animals into a cartoon over the BBC. So it, it'll be really cool though, if they can get somebody like uh, uh, Jim and Tim together, or yeah. uh, what was. Uh, what was that girl's the girl's name? Um, Dawn, Dawn and Pam yeah. and Gareth and uh, Dwight. That would be awesome. Yeah, it's been so long since I've seen the British version. I can't even remember the characters from it. But Mary Magdalene. The question I have, though, I hope this isn't true. I hope it's not going to be like a big deal. But I'm worried that it's going to jump the shark. It might be a little tiny Just jump by, into the shark by cross crossing with Just the uh, British bit. version. Yeah. Especially, especially now if they actually bring the Slough Branch. Over to like say maybe the Slough Branch is somehow making a visit to Dunder Mifflin. I thought that was actually what they're doing. Is that it? Is yeah. that it? <sighs> yeah. It seems almost like this might be too early for a movie. Also in America. Oh well, we're not. We haven't talked about that's the next story actually. Yeah. Oh, that's what um, we're talking about. No, nah. we're talking about. The <laughs> Pull yourself up. Wait a minute. No, we're talking about the series crossover. Chop a day. Um, I'm worried that they <laughs> might. I'm worried that Fonzie's hopping up on his water skis. Yeah, he ready. might be, but I don't know. I mean, it could work. It could work. I, you know, they can I have, coexist in the same world. Can. I mean, I have I have a lot of trust in the office writers. I'm just worried. That's all. No, I can understand the concern, but yeah, I wouldn't worry about it yet. I know Fonzie's getting his skis ready. That's all I know. Yeah, he might be. Uh, you don't have this story actually, right? The one about the office movie. No, I didn't get that one. Well, apparently, according to well, a bunch of places, but this is on stuff.co.nz out of New Zealand. Wow. The, be- the Beeb. Wow. Is preparing to take the original British office and make turn it into a uh, theatrical film. So it said that uh, the head of uh, BBC comedy, Kent Allen, will uh, be working with David Thompson to work on a, I guess, a mainstream version. So oh, that's cool. I assume Ricky Gervais will have quite a bit to do with that. Well, I'm sure. I don't. That'll be weird, man. If if then they may they have office series, they have the old office series, and they're going to bring the the old office series into a movie that premieres in the U.S. Yeah. Be weird, but it could be good. That's wouldn't even make more sense for them to coexist then if they're going to have the movie. Good point. You know, good point. Maybe then the new office characters will be in the old office's movie. That would be cool. Uh, maybe Tim uh, and Pam they have the the romantic yeah. hookup, fly off to London. That's true. Visit Slough. They could. All right. That's an excellent idea. I don't know why you're it not is, a writer on the show, dude. Hollywood here, I come. <laughs> uh, it looks like Congress is targeting. A lot of the social network sites, uh, of course, MySpace is going to be the main one. Friendster. Uh, yeah, they say uh, MySpace and other I just, I, you know social what? networking sites like LiveJournal.com and Facebook are the potential targets of a proposed federal law that would effectively require most schools and libraries to render those websites inaccessible to minors. So I guess they're trying to make where public access sites wouldn't be able to access these now, sites. Here's here's the question. Okay, did they not have they not said that they cannot block porn sites up at a library? Is that right? I believe so. Isn't yeah. that the case? So why can you block MySpace? If you can't block porn, you should not be able to block MySpace. Now at schools, they're not I think allowed they to block, block porn at libraries. No, it's like freedom of speech kind yeah, of thing. Freedom I guess. of speech. Now at schools, they can block porn. Because it detracts from learning. Yeah, but it says it, that it uh, it would court off access to commercial websites that let users create public web pages or profiles. So then they'd have to cut off GeoCities, AOL. Well, no, they have to be able to do that and offer a discussion board, chat room, or email service. So that's going to be a lot of services they're cutting yeah. off. I don't think that'll pass because no, all you have to either. do is bring up the porn argument, which... That's a good point. People want to go to MySpace a lot of men. It is. I know it consumes a lot of bandwidth, but oh well. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. I wouldn't mind there being less teeny boppers on MySpace, though. Well, that's true. There's still going to be a ton of teens on there. There's going to be a ton of MySpace whores. I bet you 95% of those people don't go down to the library and set up their MySpace page Yeah, anyway. that's what's insane. Especially the Although, whores. I was in the library, I guess, a couple of weeks ago with Lauren, and I, I was, we went up there. I don't really usually get many books and stuff, but she's insane about books. Yeah. Right. 
It's insane how many people use the library for email. I mean, for internet access. Yeah, that's I mean, every true. single computer was full, and every single computer, someone was surfing the web on eBay or Google or whatever. Yeah, there Speak. was. There's now one computer that's for the catalog only. All the rest are mostly internet. Which library do y'all go to? It's the we went to the brand new one on a uh, Coit. Oh yeah, okay. Speaking of MySpace, if, if you're on MySpace and you want to be our friend, you can visit us at myspace.com/slash/thebreaker. Mm, nice, nice cross promotion. That's a good point. Nice cross promotion. Next story. Uh, a microscopic U.S. flag uh, has been created. A tiny here. stars and bars? Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Here, here locally at uh, University of Texas at Dallas, uh, it's supposed to promote nanotechnology. Oh, you're serious? I'm serious. Oh, I thought it was like maybe. Oh, I thought you were talking cool. about the broadcast flag that they're putting into no, uh, no, no, no. To DVRs and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Got him a dork. All right. Uh, it's supposed to be uh, so small it would take more than 10 to span the width of a human hair. So that's how small they made it. Why do we need a flag? That Retards. Uh, I guess it's just to promote the fact that we can create something that small using nanotechnology. Uh, Sweet. And they're trying to get into the Guinness Book of World Records for it, but so far they've been rejected. Uh, how can you be rejected what? for that when you can get in there for sticking like the most grapes in your mouth? Yeah. They told us they don't have a method to actually see the flag. Is their uh, excuse? An electron microscope? Why can't you exactly? Why can't they use the same thing that we're using to see it here? Yeah. That's <laughs> a good like, point. It's not like we're just pointing at a piece of wood and saying, "There's our flag." <laughs> hey Go guys, look! I, I have a mini flag right <laughs> on the table here. <laughs> well, it says that it is seven microns tall compared with the hundred micron width of a human hair. So that is pretty tiny. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. I don't know who cares about this, but. Whatever. I guess it promotes the significance of telling us that anyway. I don't know. I, I trashed a story. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, looks like the debate between pirates and Superman was settled this last weekend. Wee! I thought it was hoping pirates versus ninjas. but Well, you know, that's an age-old debate. We can't it settle is. that one weekend. Wee! Uh, apparently, pirates uh, has earned $135.6 million in the first three days of the box office, surpassing the record um. held by a 2002 release of Spider-Man. Who was right and who was wrong? I was right and you were wrong. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Apparently I, broke uh, episode three's uh, one day record of 50 I million. I told you, also. even if it sucks, the hype is so Fuck big. And on the other side, Superman uh, Falls is the headline. Superman uh, <laughs> being the only returning film to drop more than 50% from its previous Damn. weekend. No, I'm kind of surprised about that. No, that I don't, yeah. That's insane because that's getting good reviews and Pirates is getting bad reviews. I know. I know. It falls somewhere between Batman Begins and uh, the Hulk's drops. Batman Begins apparently fell 43%, and the Hulk drops Jesus. 70%. So how much has Superman made, did it say? Uh, doesn't it say It made $132 here. million. Dollars. It's like... No, wait a minute. That was part of Oh, uh, 141.6 so far. Jesus. Yeah, it's way behind budget still. Yeah, it's might, still $100 million behind budget. Might not get that sequel, buddy. Uh, I know. We'll get a sequel. Between DVD sales and it still so? has to open yeah. the rest of the world, they'll get a sequel. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's uh, not open to the rest of the world yet? I don't know if it's open in every country. Oh. I would have th- thought the international Plus, release would have happened at the same day. I don't know. Plus, give it, well, not all across the world. I mean, there's a bunch of countries that don't get them for a while. Yeah. But, you know, plus, keep in mind How that much money do they have to contribute to the box office? That's true. Are they that important, really? Two dollars. That's about it for um, the whole country. Keep in mind, though, that, you know, in the next couple upcoming weeks, people will have, you know, probably held off to, to wait till a lot of people go. Well, the to crowds movies. are gone. Yeah, so we make it well, may pick up a little steam. Imagine those people who are waiting for pirates. Oh yeah, I know. sixteen. They're still both so. going to make a lot of money. I bet. So that's very true. All right. Uh, did you guys hear about the drunken Jackie Chan uh, disruption? Yeah, I heard about this. Apparently, he uh, jumped up on stage uh, for a concert by Taiwanese singer songwriter Jonathan Lee and exchanged insults with the audience. <laughs> the kind warrior must 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 become a samurai. He did must too. <laughs> Became a samurai. He did. <laughs> well, does, does it say because he uh, apparently they heckled him and he replied with an insult. They haven't said what the insult is, but apparently the audience heckled him and he wow. said something. I don't know. Dave probably has a drop of it. It was probably an Asian. That, we need more rain. Maybe that was it. That was yeah. the insult. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that'd be insulting. Uh, there it is. I wonder why. I mean, that's just that's so uncharacteristic. Maybe he decided he when he announced that he was giving up all his money. The yeah. charity or half of it. He's good point. Realize how much he'd fucked <laughs> up crazy. when he got drunk. <laughs> like, damn it, I need that back. Two dollars. Yeah, I think it was about two dollars <laughs> to give up. It's half as much. It wasn't near as wealthy as I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, looks like we've had a large death. Uh, Sid Barrett, founder of Pink Floyd, died at the age of 60. Greatness. Uh, they did not disclose uh, the cause of death, although he has been in obscurity for some years. Flinging diary everywhere? Yeah, so. pretty much, yeah. Uh, let's see. He was a big influence, or one of the co-writers of the Piper the Gates of Dawn, which is their first big album. Uh, let's see. Oh, and then... David Gilmore came in and filled in for him, and crazy skills. He took off from there with Dark Side of the Moon and The Wall and everything. All their big hits actually came after he's, him. He's greatness just for inspiring all the albums that came after him. Well, as you know, Wish You Were Here was about him. Right. And Dark Side of the Moon, part of it was, wasn't it? No, just no. I was don't it think just so. Wish You Were? Yeah. Okay. Um, but I mean, yeah, for starting Pink Floyd, he should get some credit. Mm-hmm. Well, Dark Side Whoa! of the Moon, I guess, was more about the start of their career. Yeah. As far as like obviously money, uh, you know. Uh, that's and true. Have that whole relationship. I guess that's more about their beginnings. So, still about him, sort of, but not wholly. Yeah, a little bit. Huh? Uh, looks like the city of Preston, Idaho, is still trying to cash in on Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> uh, apparently, they had the second Napoleon Dynamite festival. Uh, <laughs> festival. <laughs> apparently, they have all kinds of stuff. They have uh, a Napoleon lookalike contest, as well as a moon boot dance and Happy Hands Club performance at Preston High School. So these are some of the events they have going on there. Though it doesn't seem like it's going over near as well now, because uh, only about 400 people came, down from 6,000 last year. Jesus. Hey, those are the hardcore fans. Oh, yeah. Hi. Uh, apparently the... Grandma there? Apparently the chamber uh, still has lines of merchandise, including Vote for Pedro t-shirts. Uh, let's see here. And that's really a limited time opportunity right there. It really is, man. Apparently, a guy named uh, Patrick Zook uh, is the real-life version of Rex Kwando. He apparently sells uh, shirts and things. Uh, let's see. Stay here. home and eat all the freaking chips, kid. He apparently sells American flag pants <laughs> that say, Bow your sensei on Bow to your sensei! Bow to your sensei! I guess if you're looking to get a pair of those, you know where to go. go to the, what's his name again? Uh, I wonder what's going to happen. Patrick Zook. I wonder what's going to happen to uh, the director guy or whatever, those Jared. guys that did it, that Nacho Libre was a total flop. I wonder where they're going to go now. I'm sure they'll keep going. Did that completely flop? I haven't seen how it did. I think it did real crappy. Plus, I haven't heard anything but horrible reviews of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that sucks. Well, hopefully, I hope he sticks around. I hope he does well. Apparently, Disney's injured another person. <laughs> Uh, Man, how many is this in the like the last month? Because I heard I read a story yesterday about somebody that passed out. Well, that's is that the 16. one? Sixteen. Yeah. Okay, I thought you were talking about the one. Wasn't somebody killed like last? That week? was here a few weeks ago. Okay, if, if you let me read, you know, Go! part of it maybe no. that was in the chopper news. Oh. It says a woman lost consciousness while getting off a Walt Disney ride, which two people have died on in the past thirteen months. Uh, the name of the ride to avoid is called Mission Space. Uh, apparently, giant balls. It, it spins you uh, at twice the normal force of gravity. Just like my balls. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cream? Uh, apparently the other uh, two people, that, or the two people that died, uh, they're saying it was due to natural causes that the ride just aggravated. Some, one of them had a blood clot, and the other one had a, a regular <laughs> heartbeat. But yeah. uh, Might want to shut that down, Disney. And, you know, their argument, of course, is going to be that you should know that you have health problems. Yeah. It's not up to Disney to know that. All right. It's just a coincidence that all these people, you might be a little too intense if it's... That's very true. All these people are getting fucked up. Candace Cameron. Yeah, she's on there. She wrote it last week. I think she passed out, too. Um, it looks like Barry Bonds' personal trainer uh, is asking a federal appeals court to allow him to leave prison on bail. Uh, let's see here. He served three months in prison after pleading guilty last year for his role in the Bay Area Laboratory Cooperative Steroid Scandal and was held in contempt of court last week and taken to prison. Are you clapping for steroids? Yeah. He, he cheers steroids. steroids, man. Uh, let's see here. The gross, callous, and destructive breaches of grand jury of the grand jury uh, testimony in this case create ample just cause for Mr. Anderson's refusal to testify, according to, uh, according to his attorney, so... I guess he's trying to blame the grand jury leaks. That that means he didn't really do anything in the case, incorrectly. Whatever. I'm tired of the whole Barry Bonds thing, to be honest with you. Well, yeah. Just for they kick him out of the league. Uh, I understand tired that. Tired of his attitude, tired of his droids, tired of his giant head that keeps growing. <laughs> <laughs> well, looks like uh, Mark Cuban has hooked up with Dan Rather. Is that 
They're going on a date? I don't know if they're actually dating, but they are going to uh, both be a part of HDNet. Well, Mark Cuban's already a part of HDNet. Well, he owns HDNet. He I understand. HDNet. No, now they're both going to be a part of it. Okay. So that's not inaccurate what I said. No. It's close enough. <laughs> nah, I don't think so. Uh, if I'd read the story beforehand, I'd probably know what the, <laughs> probably know what it was called. You want me to read a story here? Uh, let's see here. Uh, about that, or is this a different story? That's uh, a different story. Oh, okay. Well, I guess fuck <laughs> that Hey, story. I was taking a shit. Never mind, then. Here's uh, Mark. Zacharias Musawi. Here's kind of Mark. tie here. Uh, Lindsay Lohan apparently wants to change her name to Rose. Apparently, she's gotten into Kabbalah, which is that uh, religion that Madonna got into a few years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she wants to change her name to Rose now. But Madonna is actually looking to now leave Kabbalah after she was a Kabbalah whore for many years. Which is so stupid. Is that because Leslie, Lindsay Lohan is uh, starting it? And no. It well, it? She says it's taking too much time away from her children and her husband. Now they're going to have catfight Lindsay Lohan and Madonna. Well, and speaking, here's another tie. Well, well you got to read. You got to reread that because it says what's insane is it says um, Madonna's. Uh, thinks the financial burden and the effects of her strong beliefs uh, had on her relationship with her husband. How strong can her beliefs be if she's leaving because <laughs> there's not going to be Christmas for her kids? <laughs> it's not true. too strong. I mean, yeah, what the says, hell? Madonna is also said to be concerned that what following fuck, Kabbalah man? separates her children from more conventional customs such as Christmas, which they do not currently celebrate. I think the Jewish get along just she's fine. Like, she's like, like the regular Jewish. I'm just so devoted to this that I, I'm losing everything else in my life. Who are they non-regular so Jewish? So I'm just going to quit doing it. Well, Kabbalah, from what I understand, is a is another form of Judaism. Oh, is it? Okay. But you know, the regular Jews, they get 12 crazy nights. <laughs> or eight crazy nights, I guess. Eight crazy nights. Of ecstasy. Uh, um, yeah. I isn't it 12? I, how many, it's eight. It's eight. How, eight. how yeah. many candles in the menorah? It's eight. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Pretty sure. Well, I don't know. Any Jewish listeners, email Mark. It's Eight Crazy Nights. The movie, Adam Sandler movie, Eight Crazy Nights. I'm not a Jew. I don't know. <laughs> Mark at the break room dot org. 16. It's actually breakroomgmail.com. Oh, excuse me. Email. <laughs> uh, now, another story with Madonna and Lindsay. Do you remember the lesbo kiss between Madonna and Britney a few years ago on the MTV, you want to say, Music Awards? And Christina. I think they all did it. Nah, I think it was just Britney and Madonna kissing. I love you. Oh, you're right. It was a, You're right. Okay, it was. You're right. Now I remember that. Yeah. Well, apparently Madonna's preparing to jump the shark herself by recreating this, except with Lindsay Lohan and Jessica Simpson. In the which, ass? Much hotter, by the way. Oh, yeah. Well, Lindsay, eh, you know, well, Jessica. whatever. Except Madonna's starting to look tore up. Yeah. Dude, she's looked tore up for years. What are you talking about? Boat. She's been tore up for years. Yeah, she That has. picture's really horrible, though. Uh, it says Madonna's people contacted Jessica's representatives a few weeks ago, and the talks are progressing well. With both Jessica and Lindsay's stock rocketing, Madonna thinks it would be perfect to perform with. And fuck. She's planning something even more sexy than nope. a lesbian kiss. The whispers are all about a yes? inspired show. Uh-oh. Could be kind of hot. Uh-oh. So uh, thank you. What would Tyler Burden do? That's www.tdd.com. Everybody visit it. Good site. Do they uh, give us money or something because you promote no. the hell out of them? It's a good site. I'm just I'll oh, okay. good sites. What okay. can I say? Sorry. Just Jesus. asking. God. Why do you hit my friend? Okay. Dub, back, dub, dub, jot. back to me. Back to Dustin. Sweet clean. What do they do with the penis? Apparently, a subway rider in Manhattan uh, went crazy with a power saw. Uh, a man wielding a cordless power saw in each hand rampaged through a Manhattan subway station early Thursday using one of the buzzing blades to carve into the chest of a postal worker who later said it felt like he was trying to cut through me. Well, yeah. I would assume so. <laughs> it was cordless, wasn't it? Yeah, it was right? cordless. We'll say, do you like plug into the side of the sub somewhere? Uh, I guess so. I don't know. I would assume it's cordless and you're good to go. Jesus, those uh, fucking New York subways have been dangerous lately. Some dude from Texas a couple weeks ago, a tourist with his girlfriend, got attacked, got stabbed. Well, it says that police arrested Trayton Williams uh, of the Bronx on attempted murder and other charges about two hours later after they said he punched someone in another random attack on the street. So <laughs> I guess he's just crazy violent. <laughs> crazy chainsaw guy. Wow. Okay. Exactly. Forget it. War chant. War chant. <laughs> Dave's already pot faded. Yeah, he's out of here. You want to go ahead and uh, you want to go ahead and talk about the uh, paperclip in the house, Dave? You can read it. Oh, okay. He hasn't read the story. No, huh? I haven't. But oh. I can read the parts that I highlighted that looked like it. Was I heard important. it. I don't have it memorized. Uh, we don't pot fade. One year ago, the 26-year-old blogger from Montreal set out to barter one red paperclip for something. 
and that thing for something else over and over again until he had a house. The guy's name is Kyle McDonald. So I guess he's upgraded from the paperclip all the way to some house in some little town. Uh, yeah, he like he traded the paperclip for like a doorknob. Then he traded the doorknob for like a uh, a grill. Yeah, and then the he grill exchanged for the pen, like pen a, for uh, a ceramic knob. And a camping stove for generator, a beer keg, and Budweiser sign, a snowmobile, a trip to the Canadian Rockies, a supply truck, and a recording contract. Wow. <laughs> I wonder how he threw in the recording contract. Well, he, uh, I can't remember exactly how it went, but he talked to some uh, Corbin Burnson eventually, I guess, and uh, traded L.A. Law, Mr. L.A. Law, and Major League, and he and he promised him a part in a, a movie. So then he sold that. He traded that part in a movie to a town. Oh wait, wait a minute! A Corbin Burnson movie? What's he going to be in? Like I don't know. But then the town's going to hold a uh, talent contest to get someone to be in the movie. So they gave him the house for the <laughs> spot in the movie. Yeah, I guess the name of the town is Kipling. Where's That's that? so crazy. Where's that? Uh, at? Let's see here. Does it say where it is? That's great. Awesome. What a way to. I end think the it's show. in Canada. I think the guy's from Canada. Way to have that in here, MSN. But okay, blame Canada. So yeah, that's <laughs> that. That sounds like something Dustin or Donovan would do. What, find something little and, and keep trading up and trading up and trading up and getting the best deal. Hey man, nothing wrong with that. Hey, uh, if nothing, you can, if get you that? can get a Shit. house. The only thing is, <laughs> they traded a year's rent after, of Phoenix to Corbin Burns, and I, I wonder guess. how long it took him to do all that. And after all that, wouldn't it just be easier to get a mortgage? That's probably true. Yeah, but then you end up spending money. So. But he has a free house in this case. He yeah. had to pay for somewhere to live that whole time, anyways. Yeah, but, yeah, but now, he's gets a free house. now he gets a free house. True. He's mortgage-free for 20-plus years. That's true. Well, oh, really yeah, one of them he traded something for a free month, of a free year of rent. Yeah, in something. Phoenix. Yeah, that's so that's funny. He traded that, I guess. For uh, the for recording the, for contract. The, yeah, recording contract. Well, it just shows if you got a dream, it might actually work. I guess he'll uh, still have taxes and utilities and upkeep, though. On, uh, yeah, that's nothing compared to house. On our MySpace page, I will be trading a piece of paper... For someone's house, if anyone's interested, <laughs> just let me know. I'll be trading Mark Hudson for a million. <laughs> I'll be trading all the MySpace whores that email us and want to be our Whore. picture whores. <laughs> so, for someone's mansion. So sweet. <laughs> anyone's? We're all going to be living in style after all this trading. <laughs> that's true. All right. Well, I guess that's the end of the show for us this week. Uh, you can reach us at two one four three two nine. Whoa, 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 whoa! Won't you wait for the ending music, man? Dub, 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 jot. Uh oh, pod fade. Pod <laughs> fade. <laughs> That's not it, dude. That's okay. All right, you can reach. If you want to call us and leave <laughs> us a wonderful voicemail, you can reach us at two one four three. You all right? Two nine nine T bar. It's three two nine nine eight two seven. Dub dub dub. Or you can email us at breakroom at gmail dot com, or you can find our website at breakroom dot org. No. No. Now no. I know we got a lot of new 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 um, if you don't know what podcasting in, is, in. if this is the first podcast you've ever Aww. listened to, all the war chant ran out. Uh, you can subscribe. What a podcast mm. is is basically an internet radio show delivered to your browser every week. We do usually come out on Fridays. Not come out of the closet. We usually deliver episodes <laughs> on Fridays. iTunes is a pretty good source. To uh, yeah, the, the most popular one right now is iTunes. So all you have to do is go to the music store and search for the Break Room. No. Under podcasts. Yeah, and podcasts. No. And if you hit subscribe, it'll get delivered to you every week. There's other podcatchers. Look at breakroom.org for more ideas on no. that. Or you can just download it from our website every week. No. Uh, you can visit us at myspace.com slash <laughs> the break room. <laughs> and no. uh, pod fade. pod fade. Our opening theme is provided by American Rockstar from AmericanRockstar.com. I want to say thanks again to Angela Kenzie from The Office. Go check out uh, the webisodes. Starting today, July 13th at no. NBC.com. They will also, keep in mind, they will also be on the DVD, all 10 of them. And Man. you can visit Angela's MySpace page at, uh, shit, it'll be in our top eight. No. It's MySpace.com slash Angela, Angela Martin. Kenzie? No, it's oh, not even, no, it's, I don't Angela? Know. It's Martin. I don't know. I don't know. Find anyone from the office and they're all friends with each other. Chances are, if you're listening to this, you already know where <laughs> Angela's <laughs> top eight MySpace page is. So. Which, if we have a bunch of new listeners, we hope you all stick with us. Yes, please stick with us next week. Um, no. I think we're going to... Are we still doing the contest? Oh, yeah. Good good point. Um, we have had a contest for the last couple of weeks for the best voicemail. We have yet to receive good voicemail. So, 
Uh, the prize is a CD and a poster from a band called The Hush Sound. Why don't you uh, play a couple of, of the bad voicemails for us? Dub, 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 um, we don't have any bad voicemails either. No. So oh, okay. No. no. Um, it's a band no. called no. The Hush Sound. You can find them at uh, myspace.com slash the hush sound. We played a couple of their songs two weeks ago on episode 15, 14 or 15. You can check the show notes. Anyways, leave us a voicemail. Maybe you can win the best voicemail contest. Uh, and we'll have that CD sent directly to you. Uh, anything else, guys? No. Oh, I forget. Anything? <laughs> no, 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 no. All right, no, I guess no, that's no, it. No, 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 no. Say no, breakroom no. at Gmail. Breakroom at Gmail.com, 214-3299-TBAR. What is it do Breakroom.org. No. Uh, the no. band again this week is Jupiter Sunrise. You can find them at JupiterSunrise.com or MySpace.com slash JupiterSunrise. This is our favorite song from Jupiter Sunrise. It's called Cherry Wine. This is the Mark Hudson Show. This is the Mark Hudson Show. Talk to you next week. Oh, uh, we'll be taking the Wayback Machine out next week. So sweet, I love the Wayback Machine. We're going way back. You guys will love it too. No, 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 out. Days full of cherry wine. Telling you something about yourself that someone could have just told you if they were honest, like cherry wine. It brings you clarity and brings you spite And everything but what you really want And you're my cherry wine Telling me something about myself I really don't want to know Why not drown me in a state of discontent Why
I was overweight and embarrassed to go any place. AIDS helped me get back into a size 12. The AIDS diet plan helped me get back into a size 6. AIDS helps control your appetite so you lose weight. Yet AIDS lets you taste, chew, and enjoy. And the appetite suppressant in AIDS is not a stimulant. AIDS helped me lose the weight and has nothing in it that could make me nervous. Question. Why take diet pills when you can enjoy AIDS? AIDS helps you lose weight safely and effectively. Use only as directed.